would uh, bow your heads with me. Dear God, we come to you now and we just pray that we hear the message that you have prepared for us. Dear God, let us hear, hear it and then allow us to go out and live it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're uh, doing a sermon series 2023, a year of healing, and we're going through uh, some of the the uh, miracles of healing that Jesus um, did. We're moving to the book of John today. This is really one of my favorite stories in, um, in the Bible. This is a jam-packed full of, uh, boy, you could spend a lot of time on just this one story here. And um, I just really, really love this story. Um, we're in John 5. Pick it up right at the beginning of the chapter. Um, there's a lot of if Bible study and Bible history is one of your things, there is a lot of um, commentary, a lot of arguments about what feast this was, and uh, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to take anything away from the application that I want to get into this morning. Um, but it says, after, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and uh, there was um, there in Jerusalem... There was a sheep gate, and um, this is where they brought the sheep in that were to be um, used as um, sacrifices at one point, and they would cleanse the, the sheep there. Sometimes uh, at one point, I think they, this uh, pool was used maybe for healing because it had some mineral in it, and the mineral in there was sometimes had uh, maybe some healing um, power or um, maybe a... a used for sores and stuff at, at some point. But anyways, um, this in the, the name of it in Hebrew was called Bethesda, and it was kind of famous because the architecture of the pool had five pools, okay, or five porches. So it was kind of a famous um, part of Jerusalem. So the more famous part of it was that um, the sick people were there because there was... Um, local uh, lore that at some point an angel would come down and would stir the water and the first person that got into the water after the angel stirred it would be healed of whatever disease or affliction they had. So it says that in, in these lay a great number of sick people the blind, the lame, the paralyzed and they're waiting for the water to move, okay? Because it says, for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred the water. And whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now, I want you to think about the collection of people there that had gathered around that pool. And day after day after day, after day, after day, I want you to think about how many hopeless cases of people with hope there waiting for that water to be stirred. And you think about people who would bring people who probably had the inability to get themselves into the water 
waiting for the water to be stirred, and then having that person trying to get them into the water, and then being beaten time after time after time, or those who didn't have anybody to help them. And you think about the, just the collection of people just at that pool. And now I want you to think about you being one of those people. That changes the whole scenario, doesn't it? Because at some point in your life, we're at that pool. It may not be physical. It could be emotional, financially, spiritual. There's a lot of different ways to end up at the pool of Bethesda. And a lot of times, we are sitting there waiting on the water to stir so that we could be healed. It says there was a certain man there who had an infirmity for 38 years. It's a long time to be sick. 38 years. That's a long time to deal with symptoms. Pain, that's a long time. And Jesus sees this man there who has been dealing with this sickness of whatever for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had had this condition for a long time, I love that verse, that part right there. I love that. You know, whatever you're going through, physically, financially, emotionally, let me say this, and let me be real, real blunt and clear. Jesus knows. Isn't that great? Jesus knew before you knew. Jesus knew before the doctor told you. Jesus knew before, the, before anybody knew. Jesus knows. And he asked... What almost seems to be a ridiculous question. Do you want to be made well? Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes we don't want to be made well. You say, what do you mean? Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes when we get into a situation, sometimes feeling blue, the only thing we want to do is feel bluer. Okay? Sometimes we are good at forgiving people. You know who we're not good at forgiving? Why is that? Huh? We have forgiven everybody on this planet except us. And he's setting up something here 
that's critically important. Because we have the cure, but we don't always look to the cure. Right? Sometimes we keep looking to the problem. All right? So he asks a ridiculous question. Do you want to be made well? Of course he does. This guy has been coming day after day after day after day. All right? And I want you to think about when he asked this question, do you think he quits looking at the water? Or do you think he looks up at Jesus? Because here's the irony in the situation. Because he might be like, hold on, because I got to keep looking at the water. Because if I look up at you and the water stirs, what's going to happen? I'm going to miss my chance, right? But who's standing beside him? You see where we get to sometimes? We're so caught up in this, which is actually probably useless when we should be looking here. But we don't want to miss this when all we need to do is look here. Isn't that complete? irony but at the same time what do we do as human look here and the sick man answered him sir I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up alright so I gotta ask a question because he says but while I'm coming another steps down before me alright so if he can't beat anybody in there, and he, let me, let me just ask this question, all right? Why does he keep coming? <laughs> huh? If he can't beat anybody, if he can't get himself up out of the bed, and he can't beat anybody to the water, and he has nobody to help him, why on earth does he keep coming? There's the question. You want to know the answer? He wants to be made well. He wants to be made well. That's why Jesus asked him. He wants to be made well. That's why he keeps coming. He is a hopeless case full of hope. All right? And Jesus says to him, rise, take up your bed, and walk. And you know why I know he's a hopeless case full of hope? Is because it said, and immediately the man was made well, jumped up, took his bed, and walked. You know why? Jesus heals and heals completely. And I'm telling you today, if you're sitting at the pool of Bethesda, regardless of why you're there, you might be there, because of something physically. You might be dealing with something physically. And you might be dealing with something spiritually. You might be dealing with something emotionally. You might be dealing with something that I can't describe, okay? And you might have a friend there with you who's willing to push you in, okay? You might have a friend there who's willing to push you somewhere else too, 
all right? Okay? But I'm telling you, Jesus is there. For goodness sakes, take your eyes off the water and look up to Jesus and be healed and be healed completely. Thank you for tuning in to Star Church's sermon. We truly hope that the sermon edified you today and brought you closer to the Lord. For more information about Star Church, visit our website at stargbchurch.com. Once again, that's stargbchurch.com. If you would like to visit our church, our address is 4925 State Road 142 North, El Dorado, Illinois 62930. We now pray that God will bless you as you enter the mission field and bring his word to the world. And as always, we will see you next time here at Star Church. Thank you.